Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everyone? (laughs) I'm going live, by the way, Erica. Oh, yes. This week, we're going to talk about some (laughs) news in the gaming world, as well as the upcoming Stray game, which none of us have played yet because we haven't gotten there yet. So (laughs) we're going to be talking about some gaming news and talking about what we're going to play instead of Stray. (laughs) So this is the Replayer podcast. What's up? What's up, everyone? Uh, sorry about that little bit of a weird start, Erica. I had to like, hey, get over here. We're going. I didn't realize. <laughs> We're going live. <laughs> That's the fun of doing it live. So what's up, visual listeners? Stray is out now, and we hope it lives up to all of your furry hype, plus some gaming news this week. Uh, I'm your host, of course, Dan Morris, a.k.a. Stark Evil Vash. Joining me this evening for this evening's discussion is Erica Onduin and Jake Steele of the Brown Hotel. Brownus. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that up there. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Excited to be here. <laughs> awesome. Life is good. Uh, so I had wanted to do a little bit of a, like maybe a stray kind of like deep dive, but uh, our ducks didn't quite come into a, a row. None of us have gotten to properly play it yet. Eric is going to be playing it tomorrow night. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm going to stream the entire game. It's going to be like a six hour stream. Yeah, I've heard that you can beat the game in about five to six hours, depending on. Yeah. Uh, I do plan on playing it. I was going to try to knock it out t- this week, but I didn't get around to it. Maria was actually supposed to be here with us tonight, um, and she's not. Uh, she did play through the whole game already, and she's working on writing a review for Couch Soup. Uh, so we were going to talk it up there and say, hey, like look forward to her review. So maybe we'll see. I don't know. Anyways, it's a cute-looking game about a cat, uh, but we haven't played it yet. So instead, we're going to be talking about some news in the gaming world this week but just so you know this is the replayer podcast it's a podcast for the couch soup website uh talking about unfiltered gaming culture and we're here to talk about video games and why we love them so where do we want to get started this week you know what erica go ahead and throw out that topic you said you wanted to talk about let's go let's start with that okay let's Let's talk for just a second it's probably just gonna be me talking but the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Amongst Thieves trailer just came out. Oh my gosh, was that today? I think so. I think so, yeah. This has been a long day for me, apparently. So the trailer came out and like these character promo. I think the character promos were yesterday and this trailer came out today. And as someone who plays D&D and mostly actually just indie TTRPGs, tabletop role-playing games, this hypes me up so much seeing this what I think is a perfect cast. What is it exactly? Pine. So it's really just like a D&D campaign come to life in movie form. That's really what it is. Which, as I was thinking about it, I was like, D&D campaigns are literally just movies that you make up on the spot. Because, I mean, with Critical Role, they made their they made an Amazon TV show based off of a campaign. And so this is, it's not like in the same realm, but it's the same idea. So we have some amazing actors. Let me pull up the actually the list real quick. Um, so I've got the trailer going here too for our visual listeners on the YouTube's. Okay, so this is the first time I've actually seen the footage that it's actually a show, really? correct? Look at this. Okay, I've only seen the character reveal video. It is it's just so beautiful. So it's an actual like legitimate show based in the Dungeons and Dragons yes. world and you have all these like popular actors playing characters in this hardcore nerdy D show yes. and then it's got uh justice smith in it right it does let me see i think that's pretty cool i like justice, yep, smith. justice smith is it. i'm really excited for that uh uh reggae jean page from bridgerton is in mm. this movie and i'm so glad he's not doing bridgerton and he's doing this <laughs> because he looks so amazing in that armor 
And Chris Pine is just a perfect pick for a bard. He's got the most, like, he's probably got the highest charisma out of, like, everybody on the cast. And not only that, but he's an amazing singer. Michelle Rodriguez as the um, uh, barbarian is also amazing because nice. she is just so strong it's an and owl amazing. Bear. <laughs> yeah, an owlbear. Oh my goodness. I freaking love owl bears. Like there's like they're 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 a terrible enemy and stuff to fight, but I freaking love owl bears. Okay, I'm and actually kind of hyped for this now that I'm seeing the trailer. <laughs> yeah. This it's just cool. look how beautiful it is. Oh. And then it's got Hugh Grant in it of all things. Yes. I don't remember his class that he's playing, but Hugh Grant is just a classic, classic choice. And the mimic, I was waiting to have, and the cube, the gelatinous cube, like there's just all sorts of just like classic things from <laughs> D&D being thrown in here. And it's going to be chaotic and it's going to be so much fun. I'm very excited. <laughs> cool. All right. I love it. Anyways. Anyways, that was my spiel. I'm very excited for this. We just we had to let Erica get some of her uh, TTRPG nerd out. out. She was gonna explode. <laughs> I was. I was like, can I talk about this for like just a minute? And Guys, we're all glossy. I do want to have us do a little round of like what we've been playing lately, especially since it's a little bit of a slower week. But we do have some uh, gaming news bits I want to get into and go over real quick. Um, we can start with the stray as a little bit of a the review scores have come out. Most of them are fairly positive, and uh, I, I it's adding to my level of like I want to play this game, but I'm also I'm glad I have expectations to know what I'm going to get into playing it. Uh, I don't we don't need to go into a super deep dive on all that, but I'm curious, Jake, do you have any interest in Stray at all? <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm I'm glad I got to start off because um honestly, probably minority here. I just, it's not my cup of tea. Um, I'm not a cat person. I'm more of a dog person. Okay. No offense to people who love cats. Um, but I just, I don't see the appeal to it. Um, what is it, like a $30 game from what I saw? Yeah. It, it's I, so. I mean, I, I think it's priced well for, you know, being five, six hours. You know, I can't complain about that. Um, but I just... I just don't see me sitting down and giving my time playing that when there's so many other games out there. But yeah. on the other hand, it's, you know, Erica, I know you're playing it tomorrow. So yeah. maybe you can kind of sway me on that, you know, and I can Come change my view on it. Screen. But from what yeah. I've heard, like, it, it's a very good game. But I just yeah. it doesn't appeal to me. I, I was very interested in the take that uh, this is kind of funny, actually, in their review where, when they were talking about Stray, they they. I forget if I think it was Greg Miller said that it's a great cat game, but it's not a great game. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I register so hard with that because I've said the same thing for the Godzilla game that I like. It's a great Godzilla game, but it's not a great game. <laughs> That's interesting. But And I, think... I am a huge cat person. We just adopted our third and fourth kittens. That's a lot of cats. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, we're cat people, dual income millennials with no kids. Mm -hmm. See we're now we're we're dog world. people. We have four dogs, and we're talking about yep. a fifth dog if that happens. So <laughs> I want the dog stray game. I want the game. That would I mean, be really cute. <laughs> stray dog. Stray dog. Stray dog. <laughs> I mean, I, like I, do, I love this. One of my favorite PS2 games was like Okami, where you play as the wolf and you just run around and bark at things. I'm like, this is great. I'm happy. <laughs> just oh just being a dog. Just running around love being a dog. When games allow you to pet dogs and cats. All right. That's always like the first question anytime I see an animal in the game is, can I pet can them? I pet can you pet the animal? <laughs> can I yep. pet him? I need to but know if I can pet them. In regards to Stray, I'm really excited because I am a cat person. So I'm excited to see because I've been trying to not look at like reviews or like anybody's mm. like TikToks, even though they're all over my page because the algorithm is like, hey, you like cats, you like video games. Accurate. Uh, so I like them to go and save for later. But I'm a huge cat person, and I'm really excited to see how accurate and those little quirks that cats have that they're mm. going to put into the game. Like, I know in, like, one of the promos and stuff, like, you can knock stuff over. You can walk through paint. Like, it's it's just... I, that's actually the thing stuff. I look forward to the most is that I want to be a cat yeah, and just be an I asshole to people. <laughs> cats aren't assholes. 
Anyways, if that's I can just walk up and like lay on somebody's laptop while they're working on something and just right. like it's fuck warm. Up what they're doing. Why wouldn't you go and lay on it? You just deleted all my files. Oh no! Well, <laughs> they don't know that it's a warm laptop. It's so comfy though. That you gotta have like predator vision as the cat. So when you see thermal items, you're like, ooh, something to lay on. <laughs> it's true. We're we're getting bell callers for our kittens because they're so stealthy and quiet. We don't know where they are. Yeah. <laughs> where are they having their own video Anyways. game adaptation yeah That's it. so come to deadpan gaming cozy gamer friday tomorrow we're gonna stream the whole game yeah if you want to watch erica swoon, swoon oh my gosh so much of just <laughs> so much so much swooning yes, yes. I, I heard you can't customize your cat in the game and people are you actually can't? disappointed about that yeah you're stuck mm. with the one cat i mean an orange cat is still fine they're probably the most uh well, they probably are the cats IRL that have the least brain cells. So that feels right. The tabby cat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my yeah. orange cat, Nolan, has like no brain cells. I feel, but I, I think I heard that too, where people were saying that it would have been a, a better way to connect with the cat character if you could customize them and name them. Black but... cat. All the way. Oh, yeah. Anyways. I'll eventually do it, but I'm looking forward to it. Since we haven't played that game yet and we're not able to discuss it, <laughs> let's move on to some other gaming news that's come out this week. One of which uh, was coming from the, the studio Digital Extremes. If you've not heard of them, they developed a game called Warframe, which is actually supposedly a massive success now. I haven't tried the game since it way back in the day, but now uh, Digital Extremes is working on a new game called Soul Frame. You know, that's a huge leap in naming conventions. But I will say Soulframe has got my interest very peaked, especially one of the, I think the first article I read on it compared it to Princess Mononoke because they were saying that they took uh, direct inspiration from uh, Studio Ghibli when they were designing that game. And that instantly like, made all my like radars start pinging. And you guys have had a chance to watch the trailer, correct? Oh, yeah. What did you think from that trailer? I'll let you go, Jake. Go ahead. I've been talking a lot. Let's go. Um, yeah, so my, my first reaction when I clicked on it and started watching it, um, that's like one of the first shots is like, you just see this naked person. And I was like, um, which video did I click on? <laughs> did I click on the right video? Am I watching the right trailer? Uh, so I wasn't too sure about it, like the first opening moments. But as it kind of, you know, went on, and I think it was the, the part where like he pulls the sword from like the stone. Mm -hmm. uh, I think from that point on, it kind of like picked up, and I, I, I kind of liked it. It piqued my interest a bit, and like I wasn't a big Warframe person. I played it back when it first came out, like 2013, right before the original Destiny came out. Uh, it's kind of something to hold me over until Destiny came out. Um, I kind of fell off of it pretty quick, though. You know, this this looks pretty interesting, and I'm kind of yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm definitely curious to see more because they haven't shown anything more than this trailer. Mm -hmm. There's no gameplay footage. It looks mm -hmm. like. Yeah, it's it's really pretty looking, and I I'm probably gonna try to play it. But initially, when I played Warframe, it felt I I prefer my games to be linear and to be like, hey, here's how you progress in the game. Mm -hmm. And I didn't Says like the, the Elden fact Ring that it, player of, <laughs> but at least I could look up <laughs> the directions on how to do it properly. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do that for Warframe, and I really should have, and I probably would have yeah, felt better about have. it. Yeah, I probably would have felt better about it, but um, yeah, I think I'll give it a try and do it properly this time. So from this Kotaku art article that I've got up here, it says Warframe, or, where Warframe was a fast-paced shooter set in a sci-fi universe, Soulframe is a fantasy MMO with an emphasis on melee combat, but not necessarily a sequel, uh, which actually that kind of takes a few more boxes for me i don't i wonder how the mmo aspect of that is going to actually play into the game how mmo -y it's going to be but i love the influences here i like that it's going to be a, a melee focused combat game i still wonder about that mmo part though do we know if it's going to be free to play like warframe or they haven't That's said i don't believe they said in this article they further go on to say that um they had they drove inspiration from the likes of Princess Mononoke and the Neverending Story, and you can kind of see that in like the animal designs, especially mm -hmm. the wolf. That wolf looks like it's straight out of Princess Mononoke, which is another one of my favorite like Studio Ghibli films. 
Um, let's see. I don't see any other details on it because it's still very early. I don't know. It's in early development, so we don't, we probably won't know for a little while what the pricing might, may actually be on this game. Knowing how successful they were with Warframe, I would like to think they would stay in that kind of mode and like, well, we know how to do free to play now. We know how to do it. We know how to make it work. So hopefully that's kind of be the the same uh, model that they use with Soul Frame when it comes out. Yeah, and hopefully. Hopefully it's not going to be like uh, what was uh, what was that game that came out for the PS5 last year? I already forgot what it was called. Uh, the gods, gods, fall, something. I don't know. I forgot now because Godfall, it was kind. Of, was it Godfall? Yeah, I think I think it was Godfall. Godfall. It was like a Destiny like, but with melee combat, and it was like oh, people had already. Like my brother-in-law played this, or at least tried to, and it didn't really hook him. Yeah. Now, this is like right here, like this character design that we're seeing in the trailer, too. That's another like it looks like it's straight out of Princess Mononoke. And then if the if the gameplay holds up to what we see in this trailer at all, like I'm I'm already I'm there for it. I look forward to seeing what's happening, especially if you befriend that big wolf thing and then the wolf can be your buddy and you go on adventures together. I'm all for that. All for that. 100 <laughs> percent. Any other last takes on this before we move on, folks? I don't think so. It looks pretty. So I wish I had Tyler here today. Sweet. I know Tyler would have a lot more to say on this. Really? Because <laughs> he likes Warframe. So he'd have a lot more. <laughs> I'm a little interested in the customization and see kind of how that may look. Mm. I mean, because like I, I, I like I like the look of it at the moment from what I'm seeing. Yeah. And if you can get really deep with like your character customization. Oof. Yeah, there's there's a lot of potential there. But again, it's still very early. We don't know a lot about this game. Yeah, but. The next topic of discussion that we have is this is kind of a big deal to me. When I first read this, I was actually like, it's about damn time. So Sony has finally unveiled that they're doing PlayStation Stars, which is essentially their uh, version of Xbox rewards points. And I, I'm actually really happy that they're finally doing this because I love Microsoft rewards points. I use those things religiously because I get free money every month from Microsoft Rewards Points. If you're not doing this already, if you play on Xbox, you can sign up for Microsoft Rewards for free. There's like a few basic tasks that you can do from time to time. They give you rewards points. You get rewards points for Googling and you know searching for things through Bing. There's little easy to do tasks and you get rewards points. And they also have a system where like for every 8,000 rewards points or whatever it is, you can redeem a $10 gift card. I hit that 8,000 points every month. I get a $10 gift card every month. Can you stack the gift cards? You can stack them. Yeah, oh, nice. you can just let them build up. And then I use them on whatever the next purchase I make is going to be. And a lot of times, whenever they're doing like right now, they have the, uh, I think it's the summer game sale going on. Mm -hmm. If you spend $40 in the summer game sale, you get 4,000 points back, which is essentially a $5 rebate. Yeah. Nice. You know, so it's a great oh. system. It's a great program. So now Sony has got their own version of this coming out where they're going to, it's more or less going to be the same thing. They're going to reward people for getting trophies, just like Xbox rewards people for getting achievements. Uh, there's going to be rewards for doing certain activities and games uh, for making certain purchases. It's quite literally like the exact same thing. Um, That's kind of nice because I'd hear, I'd heard stuff about the Xbox points and stuff I was like oh that's kind of cool and i was like it's too bad i don't have an xbox and i don't think it counts towards yeah. pc um and i play a lot of games <laughs> me and my brother-in-law like we'll switch off buying the major games because we'll just share the stuff because my husband's not on playstation anymore mm -hmm. so that's gonna be really nice when we do that and then we can just kind of pull our stuff together and be like hey let's get let's get this major release practically free so that'll be nice so I'm very much looking forward to that because who wouldn't? Right. Who doesn't want to get those little Everybody. kickbacks and things? I know, Jake, you're an Xbox player. So you yeah. don't care. So I, I honestly believe I, I've been sleeping on the Xbox side version of that for quite some time. Like, I've always seen them there, but like, I've never really looked too deep into it. Mm. But like, you, you're kind of selling me on like, maybe I should be. It's a little bit free more money. attention to this. It's free money. Because like I, I, I do recall the other night when I was looking at the game sale, 
Mm -hmm. um, seeing that offer you were telling me about to spend forty dollars get four thousand points. Yeah. Um, I mean, so like you know, I guess you would be a fool really not to, you know, go into it. I mean, it's, like I said, it's free it's, money. It's, it's free money. Free gonna, money. You know, you're gonna put it in the work. I mean, mm -hmm. you get something out of it. So mm -hmm. and not much work apparently. Yeah. Yeah, and they have um another thing where every there's every week there's a weekly set of goals that they can reach and in that weekly set you have to achieve these three things they're usually very easy like one is check out the featured game of this week and then the next thing is like get three achievements this week and then the next thing is like earn x amount of points and when you complete the weekly task it gives you a bonus 100 points and then there's um bonuses for doing it consistently so every 10 weeks you get a bonus 2500 points and it's just like they have all these ways that everything kind of like stacks together. And I'm easily earning, you know, 10,000 or more points a month with very minimal effort on my end, especially when I earn roughly 50 points a day just from getting an achievement because you get a 50 points for every achievement. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's just a great system. Uh, I love that I can just I'm basically getting money for playing on my Xbox. Yeah. And what was this week's goal for which one? I don't know. On Xbox? Yeah. Uh, specifically, I think it was the featured game might have been... It's usually something new. Um, it, it bounces around from time to time. It's usually pretty random. But then it's like, get three achievements, which I got almost instantly from playing uh, Gears of War with Jake <laughs> the <Nice>. other day. <laughs> Me and Jake were playing Gears of War 5, and I got a bunch of achievements playing Horde. And oh then, my god, yeah, they didn't stop coming for you. <laughs> yeah, I got a bunch. <laughs> So I got my also. weekly ones pretty easily. And then um, I have it on an auto uh, renew so that once the month hits, like once the first of the next month happens, if I have the points in my account, it automatically rolls out a $10 gift card into my account. Nice. So it's just it's just there. Yeah. That's and cool. um, I've actually, almost every time I'm playing PlayStation, once I get a trophy, I'm just kind of like, man... It's too bad I'm not getting a kickback from that like I do on Xbox. Will be now. When was the release date for that? I, I don't remember. I don't yet. remember that either if they have a release date, but I can vamp a little bit if you want to look it up for us. Um, so that's definitely something I'm I'm looking forward to. I'm happy that Sony is kind of getting on the ball with some of these things. These are quality of life improvements that I feel like Sony has just been not giving people. Like I've been getting kickbacks from Xbox for over 10 years at least since xbox live like on the 360 they had a kickback system and it's changed and adjusted over the years but i think it's about time that sony's kind of getting there and they're going to have this system of uh rewarding its players for doing what they're doing you know and yeah. it, it incentivizes them to spend money in the stores what it does because i rarely buy a game for ten dollars or less i'm usually using that ten dollars to buy something more expensive you know. So all I'm seeing for release date is later this year. Mm. So at some point in so, 2022, they starting might, tomorrow. Yeah, it's probably gonna be like holiday, yeah, win winter, yeah. Christmas time frame. That's a good idea to release that, especially maybe they'll do it. When does the new God of War come out? That November. comes out later this year. November, maybe they'll do yeah. it alongside November, God yeah. of War. Yeah, and that was another thing too. Is they Xbox always has um, game specific uh, redemptions. If you're buying a game digitally, like I did this with Elden Ring. If I bought Elden Ring digitally, I got a, um, I forget what it was, like 6,000, 8,000 points. So it's almost like a $10 rebate just for buying the game digitally through Dang. the Xbox store. That's awesome. And they do that all the time. Um, oh, yeah. I have notes from Maria. She was supposed to be here. So I was going <laughs> to do Maria's notes. So Maria says <laughs> on the PS points, I like the idea of Sony doing points xbox has a good system with that people play games a lot so why not reward them for their time and give them something back for it sorry maria i was going to read your notes for everything else too but <laughs> i was going <laughs> to vo voice her opinion he started having his own independent thoughts maria congratulate yeah. him uh so jake you're going to get on the xbox points now what oh, do you yeah, think about sure. playstation finally having points oh, no, i don't know i definitely think honestly it's I, I feel like PlayStation is trying to play catch up yes. with Xbox on a few different things, like, you know, with the whole their version of Game Pass thing. Um, now with this, like I, I it's like I, I like the idea of everything trying to form 
together. I, I don't know. I, I hate going to Xbox saying, I can only do this here. I can only do this on PlayStation. I know it's exclusives and whatnot, but like certain things I feel like you should be doing on both platforms. Mm-hmm. Allow cross play. Or yeah, not right. Like cross, but yeah, yeah, cross play. That's the word. I wasn't, I was thinking like of cross save. Some, some for games some are doing it, but not, not nearly enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, not, to something that you you were saying that made me it made me think of this. I don't know if it's where you were going with it, but it made me think of the um, uh, like consumerism and the the competition is good. Like mm-hmm. having Xbox be an actual competitor in the space is good because it's making Sony yeah. try harder. It's gonna push each other. Yeah, like do Sony is doing more things. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If Xbox was struggling more in this console generation and Sony was just blowing them out of the water we wouldn't have the new PlayStation Plus system. We wouldn't have the PlayStation Stars coming. We wouldn't have PS1 games playable on the PlayStation 5 right now. Oh, yeah. That was fun to watch the Internet's reaction to all of that. We only have these old backwards compatible games on the PlayStation because PlayStation had to make up for stuff. And, Mm -hmm. uh, like, they didn't want to do backwards compatible. Remember when they announced the PS5 and they were like, we don't, we believe in generations. We're not doing backwards. We're not doing, our games going forward are going to be PS5 exclusive. But now they're all PS4 and PS5. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they had to because they were realizing that it was just, it wasn't the right thing to do. So it's more of PlayStation making smart decisions. And I, along with them putting their games on PC, that's the smartest decision they've ever done. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. The next bit that we have is Skate 4, or what is better known now is just Skate. This is a, like a rebranding reboot of the series of Skate. Uh, and they have announced that Skate 4 is going to be free to play, which is always kind of like cool, but uh, especially when it comes from a, a company like EA. Did you guys ever play Skate? I've never played Skate. I was always a Tony Hawk Pro Skater kind of mm. guy growing up. Um, yeah. But oh, man, like I think the one thing I loved about those games more than anything were just the soundtracks were on. Oh, point. yeah. They always had great soundtracks. And oh, some of the character skins you can unlock as well were amazing. So if Skate is anything like that, like I'm sold. Like I'll give it a go, especially if it's free to play. So uh, go ahead, Erica. Oh, just kind of like a fun fact. The reason I was drawn to the Tony Hawk games was because I actually knew him growing up. Um Tony Hawk. I yeah, I went what? to school with his son Riley and he would come oh, pick yeah. him up all the time and you hang out with You mentioned kids. this before. Yeah. That's awesome. So I always did that game because like, he was always just so kind and so nice to us. And so it drew me to those games. So this kind of intrigues me a little bit. Yeah, so to give you a little history, there's a difference between skate and Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is very much an arcade game. Yes. Not grounded in reality at all. No. <laughs> very much no. Skate was the opposite of that. Skate was very physics-based, especially when this was around the time of um, when EA was putting out a lot of uh, sports games that were like, we're going to use the right stick for everything. Like, it's Fight Night. Fight Night had it where, like, the way you move the stick changed, like, the way your, your guy boxed. And Skate did something similar with the way that you controlled your character. So... Uh, it actually mapped the board itself, the skateboard, to the right stick. And the way you move the right stick changed the way you move the board. So you'd have to, like, flick the stick to do an ollie. And then it was the way you move the stick around it. Either way, what it comes down to is it's really good. Yeah. It's very different from Tony Hawk. It's a different experience. It's but it's really good. And if, it sounds like it's a lot more technical. And um, Skate also had... Uh, like really fun online multiplayer where you could like group up in a session with friends and just skate around a city together. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And it was this great like way to just hang out with your friends. I actually, I think one of the first times I played skate, it was, it might've been skate one. It might've been skate two. I don't remember, but I was living in California at the time. And my buddy who lives in New York, we would get online together. We'd get in a skate session and we would just skate around and, you know, like shoot the shit while we're, you know, riding certain spots, trying to get tricks and things. And it it did skateboarding much more realistically. Uh, and if you can actually play Skate 3 now on Xbox through backwards compatibility and it's seen mm-hmm. a it's a huge resurgence. Like people still love that game. I think Skate 3 is on Game Pass. I believe, I believe so through EA. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's super fun. 
uh, and I'm hopeful for Skate 4 and what that's going to be. It's been a long time coming, so we'll see because I, it makes me nervous when EA is like, we're going to do a free-to-play game, and it's like, cool, how much are you going to try to rock, yeah. break me over the coals with $5 microtransactions? To do a kick flip. Like, <laughs> like, okay. It's bad enough that Fall Guys just announced a Godzilla skin, and I'm like, mm. crap. <laughs> now I'm going to go spend money in Fall Guys, even though I don't play that game often. Uh, okay. Oh, Maria, she said skate set seems fun. <laughs> Skateboarding games are always what fun. What an excellent <laughs> thing to say. Right. It's, it's just chef's kiss. Perfect. Wraps it up nicely. Okay, so we did have... There's another little bit on here. Uh, if you guys want to get into it, I'd love to give one of you guys a chance to maybe take the reins on this one if you want to give it a go. The uh, Unity CEO saying dumb things on the internet. Have you I had a chance actually... to look at that? been looking that right now and i'm just good can you read the comment like the quote do you have the quote right there um so i'll, I'll lead you into the, it the apology yes so unity ceo john Ricitelio apologizes for comments that he said during an interview on a podcast i think yeah um <laughs> okay so um in a recent interview uh, he called developers who don't implement monetization options early in their games the most beautiful and pure, brilliant people, but also the, the biggest fucking idiots. And then he says later on Twitter, he posts, my word choice was crude and I'm sorry. I'm listening and I will do better. And he provides more context on his thoughts on the matter or what I would have said if I had taken greater care. Thank you. Is that? <laughs> That's clearly like somebody was like, dude, you fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, I bet he had he had no idea. Absolutely no idea. And just was saying these things. And someone came up to him and was like, so this is turning out to be problematic. And he's like, why? And they're like, you need to post this apology. And he's like, okay, fine. Whatever. Fine. <laughs> that just sounds like something a typical older white man would do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just so <laughs> disgusting. It's, they are it, not idiots. It adds to the pile of like other stupid nonsense that we see from like the big CEOs of companies yep. just being belligerent assholes. And it's like they have no care, uh, man. And it's disgusting. Before you post it, read it, read it again, delete it, retype it, read it again. You probably shouldn't yeah. send it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can understand like, sure, maybe in the heat of the moment he said something, but like have the wherewithal to like catch yourself and be like these guys are fucking idiots and then be like okay hang on mm -hmm. i'm sorry that was that was inappropriate yeah you know, let's like, talk let's let's say yeah. devs are these these fucking idiots like yeah that's a great thing to call them yeah devs, oh my gosh <laughs> anywho uh one last little piece of information i wanted to get into this is actually i just saw this this morning and i was actually really happy to see this too they're doing an Xbox and Discord integration. Like, yes. yes. I'm so excited. Me and my brother are like dying of excitement because now I can finally talk to him while we play right? Halo together. We're freaking out. We're so excited. Yeah, I was really happy to see this. It's weird, too, because like, what was it? Six months, a year ago, there was those rumors of Discord trying to sell yeah. to like either Xbox or PlayStation. And then there wasn't a deal, but then it seemed like PlayStation and Discord had some sort of an agreement. Yeah, they they must have worked out something with both because now we've got Discord support coming to Xbox. Where um, this uh, comes from, Game Informers, uh, Jason Guzio. Guzio. I'm sorry if if he ever she hears this podcast. Uh, so he's breaking <laughs> it down and says that they're going to integrate the the Discord into the podcast so that. Um, players can now join a group chat from within the Discord app or on Xbox and have like one unified call system. And I think that's damn good timing. Like, mm -hmm. like I, it's good that game chat works cross PC and Xbox, but yes. this should make it even easier, especially because there's so many multi-platform games between Xbox and PC now. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's kind of like under the Microsoft umbrella. So let's chat as if. Yeah. And was. I had to, I do the same thing. I chat with a buddy of mine 
playing a Halo, you know, between Xbox and PC from time to time. Because sometimes I play Halo on my PC and sometimes I play it on my Xbox. And it's, I have actually asked him before, like, do you use Discord? And he's like, I've heard of it. And I'm just like, that's crazy. Like, I've lived, I live on Discord for the last three years. (laughs) It's like my main source of chatting and talking with people. I don't even text people anymore. I'm the only person I text is my husband and some family members on occasion. (laughs) But like, I am 90% on Discord. Yeah, if that. But yeah, that's some great some great news coming out like good great stuff news. like other than the ceo news. being a, a douche because that's what ceos do apparently we got the cool news about the discord and xbox uh the news of the sulfuring game which looks really cool skate being uh free to play i'm wondering if skate's going to be sooner than later because of that and of course the playstation stars mm-hmm. so and of course D the movie Just is it a movie I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a movie. Yeah, yeah I think it's a movie. Oh, okay, I thought it was yeah. a series for some reason. They had no, a series that would have been on... really cool. They have them mm. with the the Amazon series of um. Yeah, that was uh Vox Machina. Yeah, from uh... Critical Role. They were the TV show. This one, the D and D thing is a straight up movie. Gotcha. Anyway, gotcha. Because excited. No worries. So to close this out, before we go, I wanted to do a round of what have we been playing lately. Uh, so we can go around, do one at a time. Each of us kind of like throw out a game that we might have been playing lately. Why? What you're liking? What you're not liking? Just, just, uh, just let's nerd out about some things we've been playing. All right. Okay. Why don't you start us off, Erica? Sure. I was, I was going through, and I realized <laughs> I had forgotten that I've been playing Divinity Original Sin two lately what? on oh. my channel, uh, D- Rule D five with Matt, one of my friends, and I'm loving that game. I'm trying to remember if I played that one. I've I've played it before, like just like a like the first little bit of the game, but I played it kind of like by myself and playing it with somebody, and then on top of that, playing it on a stream where commenters are coming in and they're saying, Hey, dude, you need to go in this direction, gently guiding you, as well as like, hey, how about we just like murder this guy and so we just save the game and we murder the guy and we see what happens and we've just been having so much fun playing together so if you played divinity original sin i highly recommend playing it with other people it makes it 10 times more fun i definitely feel like this is the kind of game that i would def i would play it bet more i would get more into it playing it with people than by myself that's why i stopped playing it because i was like this is kind of boring Kind of sucks, but okay. playing with somebody else is best. I think this is a game that I tried playing because I thought it was a Diablo-like. And oh. then when I started playing it, I realized uh-huh. it's more of a CRPG. And I'm like, oh, it's this is It's based off of D&D. Yeah, so like, I remember like, oh, it's got multiplayer, though. I'm curious, but I didn't have anyone to play it with at the time. So like, that's the kind of thing. Like, I'd be more yeah. interested in trying to play that like together with friends. I feel like that could be fun. It's awesome. I love it. Anyways, nice. that's what I've been playing other than Animal Crossing and Elden Ring as always. <laughs> are those your are those your go-to like fallback games as yeah. of late? But it used to be um uh, a couple others, but yeah, it's just kind of evolved into Elden Ring because it's just so big and I discover something new every single time I'm playing. I still need to finish Elden Ring. <laughs> I finished it three times. What? Holy crap. Three Jesus. times. Yeah. Where do you find the time? (laughs) I don't have kids. (laughs) That's where my time is. Yeah. I mean, I I spend more time gaming than I do with my kids. So (laughs) (laughs) true parenting right there. Oh yeah. How about you, Jay? What have you been up to lately? Um, so I've been diving back into a lot of the like the horde mode in Gears 5, like we played this past weekend. Uh, I've been trying to max out the classes to level 20 which I've been, I don't know, I've been finding a lot of fun going back into it, um, trying to, like, master all the maps by beating it on the hardest difficulties. But nice. the the one thing I'm kind of, I haven't started it, but I hope to either tonight or tomorrow. I've been watching a lot of Assassin's Creed trailers lately because they have that whole 15 years of Assassin's Creed they're celebrating, mm. and they kind of have a spotlight every week on, um, I think they started with Valhalla, and they're working their way down to the first game. And I think this week they're on unity and i'm like man like i remember when that came out it was so buggy it was almost unplayable and i made it through it i didn't really care for it i kind of like the the co-op aspect to it but i was like you know what let me re-download it 
Uh, so I have it downloaded, and I'm like really, really hyped to actually play it because I I know they they patched a lot of the bugs and everything. Mm. So like I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Nice. I've actually heard Unity is really good if you look past all the bugs. Yeah. But I <laughs> also like the parkour fell off. in it was really good. Yeah, I heard uh, that was good. Yeah. The parkour. Yeah, the way you traverse the environments. Oh, okay. I was like parkour. Like, that's parkour, an parkour. interesting term. Parkour. <laughs> parkour. Do you, have you not heard the term parkour before? No, I did. I haven't heard it in regards to video games, though. Lots of games have parkour, though. Yeah, Lots but of games I, haven't. I get what the parkour is, but I don't think I remember hearing the term specifically for that. So mm-hmm. I think I'm hmm. living under a rock. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I, I, I didn't mind the story. I, I felt like it was kind of like an Ezio kind of ripoff in a way. Mm. I feel like they were trying to get him to be like Ezio. It yeah. just I, it didn't rub me the right way. But <laughs> I mean, like I, I wanted I to rub me the right way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I have it downloaded. It like it's ready to go. I, I can't wait to hop onto it later. Nice. Try it out. Nice. Yeah, I I have been playing Death Stranding Director's Cut in the last few weeks. I. When did we bring that up? I know I talked about it because we it were talking like about like apocalypse movies, mm-hmm. and uh, I I saw like Death Stranding in a list of some of the best apocalypse games, and I'm like, you know what? It, that's on the PlayStation Plus, the new version, and it's got the director's cut. I'm like, I've never played this game. I really should give it a go, and everybody was encouraging me, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna start playing it, and I'm streaming it, so it's that fun of like having people like watching me, yep. you know, experience the game. Uh, and I'm it's it's got me like it's got its hooks in me and Good. told you it's a great game. I, I have no effing clue what's going on. I don't know who the characters are. I don't know what anyone's motivations are. I don't know why I'm doing any of the things I'm doing, but it's really fun to just it like, does resolve eventually. I'm sure it does. I know Hideo Kojima. <laughs> I know how he writes. That's true. That is true. That's a good I, thing to remember. Every time I don't understand something, I'm like, eh, Kojima, you know, <laughs> <laughs> eh. <laughs> ah, well. oh, that rascally fellow. So I got to the point today when I was playing where I finally got like I stole a truck from the bad guys and I loaded it up with a bunch of stuff and I like knocked them all out and I stole all their stuff. And then I drove away in the truck and I started using all the stuff I stole to start building roads. And I'm like, all right, I've hit the sweet spot in this game now. (laughs) It's always nice when you hit that and you're like, yeah, my biggest my biggest fear, though, is it's going to be days gone again because my problem with Days Gone, as much as I love that game, is it was too freaking long. It dragged. Mm-hmm. It took me forever, and I still that. haven't beaten that game. I still haven't beaten that game. Wow. It's just, oh my god, I spent so many hours in it. So I'm focusing on just doing story missions and trying yeah. to like, like get through the game. Especially I mean, that's what I did. I did like a couple limited. of side missions, but the main story was just too intriguing for me. Yeah, I'm trying to stay focused because that's my problem, especially like open world games is really easy for me to get distracted in open world games. Oh, and then yes. I never finish them. <laughs> Elden Ring. Um, so <laughs> uh, I have one more if you guys want to each do one more, if there's any other games you want to shout out that you've been playing. Yeah, what is it? You don't have any others? I personally don't. I've kind of just been playing kind of like the same ones. I'm really looking forward to Stray. So that's probably. Mm-hmm my biggest one but there hasn't been many games lately since Elden Ring that has really captured my attention and made me want to play it all the time mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that'll be straight um, for me for the next six hours <laughs> so something I do know I need to go back to which is a great game uh Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. oh, oh my gosh I've not so finished that yet good and, <laughs> and like I, I think I'm only on like chapter seven I think there's over like 20 chapters but I went so into it because I, I think I, I immediately beat Jedi Fallen Order. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's such a good game. And then I, I hopped into Guardians that same night. And like the first chapter or two, I was like, I don't know if I like this game because I think I was still riding high for how good that was. Yep. But then like, I remember I went to work like the next two, three nights in a row. And all I could be thinking in my head is like, man, that was actually a really good game. Like that's all I want to do is sit down and play Guardians. Like, yeah. um, I mean, the voice acting in it's great. The music's great. Um, I I was a little skeptical that it wasn't multiplayer, but I kind of preferred that it's single player. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, it's and, really well executed. Yeah, yeah. and like I, I love how the music is like integrated 
into like the combat and everything how you have like the little huddle ups and everything i mean it's it's a great game and now i'm kind of torn between like what do i play now assassin's creed or finnish guardians mm. so Ooh, have you played all the assassin's mm. creed games yes oh, which one are you thinking of replaying because i was doing i was gonna go back through unity um i mean in a perfect world i would love to just play all of them all over again yeah but it's so <laughs> many games <laughs> I revisited Assassin's Creed one like last see, year, thinking oh, I would want. Man. I, I like one a lot, actually. I want to do that, but I think the rumor going around is at the end of this fifteen like weeks of Assassin's Creed, because they're going from Valhalla, which is the newest, all the way down, putting a Valhalla spotlight on Odyssey? it. I loved so. Those. I think so... I think once they get to Assassin's Creed one. Because they're, they're supposed to have an announcement, I think, in September. And that's right around the time I think they're going to end that. I think they're going to announce the remaster of one. Well, I that hope so. Cool. That's the because only I've reason never I'm holding one. off. It's I really literally, good. just today, there was news from Ubisoft that they postponed the new Avatar game they're working on. And they canceled four other games. Ooh. There was two unannounced games. And one, the, another one was a Splinter Cell game, a Splinter uh. Cell VR game. Splinter I know Cell. everybody's been wanting a new Splinter Cell game. Splinter Cell, so good. Splinter, they, there was a Splinter Cell VR game that got canceled, and then there Sorry, was a Tom <laughs> Clancy's uh, Ghost Recon Battle Royale game that they were working on that got canceled too. I'm hoping that one of those two unannounced games wasn't like the Assassin's Creed remake because I don't know, man. Ubisoft no. makes some bad decisions lately. <laughs> so. I don't know. I think they put a lot of effort into marketing this whole. 15 years of Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's one of their biggest franchises for sure. I think so. they're either, I think honestly, what they're going to do is I think this year, because it looks like they're going to every other year doing Assassin's Creed games, because I think it's, it, it, this year will be two years since Valhalla came out, I believe. What? Could be, I could be wrong. So. Well, but yeah, because I, I got 20, I, 2020. At the end of 2020, it was, it would have been November 2020, because that's I when I got love... my Xbox Series X too with the Valhalla. Yeah. Ooh. That's right. Hell was great. I would love to see like an Assassin's Creed based in like the Incas or something. Mm -hmm. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. So I'm thinking they're either going to do just the remaster this year and then continue working on the next installment of the game for maybe like what, 2024, 2026? I heard early rumors of what the next one's going to be. But I forgot what they were off the top of my head like, now. I think I was I was hearing stuff to where it was like it was gonna drag a lot of the older Assassin's Creed games into one type deal. I don't that would be interesting. Like you well, play wonder... certain memories from certain ones in uh, one game. That could I mean, be interesting. That'd be great. And then I heard I something like... of like an Assassin's Creed VR, which that would be on point. <laughs> I would, I be would all get VR <laughs> if they did that. That would sell me. I'd be jumping into my TV. Eagle dive. <laughs> I, and I'm afraid of heights. Dude, the little so, bit of like VR I've played, I've almost done that a couple of times. I want to play VR to experience that. I need it's to play more Half-Life Alex. Oh my god, Half-Life Alex is so good. Oh my god. I, it's stupid that I haven't amazing. played it all yet. But uh I was gonna say that the one other game that I've been playing a lot lately is Stardew Valley again. For whatever reason, really? I started playing Stardew Valley again. I picked up my the old game save. Game. Exactly. It's my chill out. At the end of the day, I'm done. I'm not working anymore. I'm turning my brain off and I'm losing myself in my farm. And I'm like, I got to make all the aged goat gotta cheese I can. Game. I got to have that aged goat cheese because it's the money maker. I'm just pumping out that aged goat cheese. But yeah, Stardew Valley is, I don't know. It's just, you get stuck in that loop of the, like the day and the cycle of collecting and doing your rounds and like tending your farm, tending your animals. And then, I don't know. You just get lost in it. Yeah. Again, I, I was going to do a quick shout out. Honorable mention. I've been playing a lot of Vampire Survivors. The game is stupid, simple, stupid, addicting. I, I keep I play it at least a couple of rounds a day. And I had my best run yet last night where I, I lived for like, I think, 13 minutes. 13 is that minutes. The one is... That I downloaded too. I don't know. V Rising. V Rising. We is need to play V Rising too. I've only played an hour of V Rising. Same. I want to play more, and that's one of those games that feels better with friends. Yes, we need to do that. Uh, but Vampire Survivors is a old school like action adventure game where it's like you're just trying to survive as long as you can. And I played around last night where I got some new. I got a 
new pickup and it was garlic and i'm like garlic what the hell is garlic gonna do for me whatever but it created a little ring of, around my character and it made a huge difference because you get a swarm by all these bats and the garlic was enough to kill the little bats and i'm like this garlic is broke oh my god i swarms need the garlic the worst in yeah. any game the swarms are the worst yeah <laughs> that game is stupid like i i would need to watch you i need to watch anyone stream that game because there's gonna be so many moments where you're just like oh my god like shit just comes <laughs> at you out of nowhere is it multiplayer no wow. it's strictly single player but if you ever Never. play it erica i want to i want to watch you play it maybe we'll do an anti-cozy stream because i've been wanting to do those just like a random anti-cozy stream mm -hmm. and i and i could probably do that because i need yeah. to do something like that it's uh it's very much a roguelike uh so like you, you're not meant to live for long it's your whole goal is to live as long as you can i'm gonna live forever <laughs> i'll die within a day if oh, not like yeah. 30 seconds feels right all right anybody else got any animal mentions before i wrap us up here i don't think so no. i just want to encourage everyone to have a cozy game always I have, have a cozy, cozy game. game i mean i've got stardew i've been looking yeah. at revisiting uh animal crossing at some point and i I want to check out that new square farming game when that comes out later this year. The Ooh, hell there's a lot of hills. really good. There's so many. So. I need to play Dinkum too. Oh, Dinkum looks so good. Yeah. I need Anyways, to actually pull that up to remind myself about it. I don't know where all my notes went. There we go. There they are. All right. So that does it for us tonight on the Replayer Podcast. Thank you everyone for watching and listening. You can write us at the Replayer Podcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, suggestions for future discussions. Uh, yeah, so you know, please uh, like us and follow us to keep up to date with our newest uh, episodes as we make them. Keep an eye out for a new show that we're currently developing that will replace the Replayer Podcast eventually in the next few weeks. That's the best I can say right now is there's a new show <laughs> that we'll be announcing in the next few weeks. Uh, I don't want to say anything more. I can't say anything more. That's I don't like know the, yeah, I, don't know, I was <laughs> like, I think that's all you can say so far. Yeah. New now. is always better. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> new thing coming. So that's what a lot of this is. A lot of what we've been doing here on the Replayer podcast over the last couple of weeks is testing the waters on new formats for the way we're going to do the newer show. So, so nobody knows what the, it's going to be because we've been testing out so many things. We've been doing a lot. So I appreciate everyone who's been following the show, listening, supporting us. And I want to thank Erica and Jake for joining me tonight for tonight's discussion. Yeah. It was a good one. It was fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. So that's it for us, everyone. Say good night and game over. Bye. 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 Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.